tell you what, I could sit here and listen to Brother Nelson preach. <laughs> he was he was doing a good job. You know, singers are always looking for another song. Yes. Oh my yes. Yeah. And they're looking for something that will bless you, something that will uplift the Lord. Yes. Preachers are always looking for another revelation from God, another thought, another yes. title. Yes, yes. Prayer warriors are always looking for somebody in need right. of prayer. Yes. That's what they're called to do is pray. Yes. People that witness are always looking for somebody else to talk to, Amen. a way to get to them. They're just something that will open up that door to give them an opportunity to bring the name of Jesus to their life. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Worshippers are always looking for another way to worship God, Amen. to maybe get closer and touch Him even more. Yeah, Amen. Amen. All these are the body of Christ. All right, all right. That is the body of Christ. Yes. Well, I'm looking for the head of the body to come one day. And he is coming. The Bible said he's coming. Yes. I'm looking for that day that we can all be joined together yes. in that one. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. That's not my message. <laughs> Good preacher get a hold of that. He'd run with it. Amen. But today I want to bring my text. Out of the book of Luke, chapter 4, and begin reading at verse 14. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. Yes. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. We can read that in three seconds, yes. five seconds. But to live that, All right. we don't know how long it was. All right. He taught in their synagogues probably on Sunday. Yes. He would go to a synagogue somewhere in that country. A long time went by between him being in Galilee and the next verse. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for it to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Esaias. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. All right. All right. The written word of God. Yes. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Yes. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, yes. to preach deliverance to the captives, yes. and recovering of sight to the blind, yes. to set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and gave it again to the minister and sat down. 
And the eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. Yes. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Yes. And all bear witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is this not Joseph's son? Praise God. The only thing I could come up with on a title, which God gave me the title first, and then this scripture come behind that, is when the king is in the house. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. Brother South, would you pray that I can bring this the way that God has for me? Thank you, Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus, come before thee once again. Oh, thank you, Lord. Lord thank you, Jesus. Lord, be upon us, blessed Lord, is your holy name, people. God. Lord, for thy word is blessed, Lord. So let us hear, Lord, this day what you have to say unto us. Yes, Lord, Lord Jesus. Brother in Jesus' name, and bless him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. People of Jordan, in that country of Jordan, could hear John the Baptist as he began to preach. As he would speak, John said, I indeed baptize you with water. Yes. Of the repentance and remission of your sin. All flesh shall see the salvation of God, he would preach. He said, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I cometh after me, of whose latches of his shoes I am not worthy to stoop down to loosen. All right, all right. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. He said the axe shall be laid to the root of the tree that bringeth forth not good fruit and cast into the fire. And as John was baptizing one day, he looked up and there stood Jesus. And he said, I need to be baptized to you, but you come to me. So if Jesus could walk up on the river and John have to baptize him, what would make you think you don't have to be baptized? Is it another God there that day? Or was it just Jesus? He is the one that had to be baptized that day. Right after he was baptized, the Holy Ghost fell. It ascended upon him as a dove. The dove of peace. As Jesus was bringing peace into this world. In such chaos. And a voice from heaven spoke. This is my beloved son in whom 
I am well pleased. Hallelujah. As Jesus stood up in that synagogue that day and read, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Yes. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Yes. Come on. There was a special time. That scripture probably had been read a thousand times before that. Yes. But that day when the king was in the house, Amen. it was special. Amen. It was special when he began to read these words. Every eye was fastened on him with amazement. Wow, I can't believe what I'm feeling today. Everything had to leave that synagogue. It was not right. As Jesus began to speak these words. Yes. And I am around a lot of people on a daily basis, and I'm sure you are too, that are rich people. They have a plenty of money in their pocket. Come on. But yet they are so poor in the spirit of God. They have nothing that they can tell you about God. Except, well, I guess he's a good man. So poor to not be able to hear that word. But so hard-headed that they won't go to church to hear it. All right. As Jesus stood and said, I, I am anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. Oh, yes. Yes. As we, the church, That's right. go out into this world, we are. we are anointed to preach that very gospel. We're anointed to preach that he is coming again. That he is Lord. He is the king. He is the way, the truth, and the life. We have that anointing on us. So do we do that? Listen to it. How do we do that? Praise God. Perhaps you've been around the church or other places that someone, something has broke your heart. All right. He said, I have come to heal that. When that king comes in the house, there is a special anointing on all of us. We feel him in our presence. People sit in chairs back here and begin to weep. Lift their hands, praise him. A broken heart can be healed. I see people that stand up here in the front, lift their hands, tears running out of their eyes in the presence of God. Yes, yes. When our king is in our house. Oh, my God, my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are deliverances. Thank you, Jesus. You can, you can see again as he heals the blind. He opens your eyes to spiritual things. He said, I am spirit. And those that worship me will worship in spirit and truth. But, it's always a but in it. There are other kings as well. 
We glorified Jesus Christ as our king. That's who we worship. But there are other kings in this world. Yes, there is. In the spiritual brim, there was an old king one time that said, uh, bow to my image. If you don't bow, you're going to lose. The whole congregation would bow to that image. Yes. Except the three little old boys. All right. They would not bow. Because they knew the king of kings. They knew that Nebuchadnezzar is not the one that's going to save them. All he wanted to do was destroy them. Because they would not bow to his image. Think about who you bow to. Think about what image you want to bow to. Your brother John, something will always come up. Whatever that king is in your life is wanting you to bow to it, don't do it. Come right here and bow to the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Come to bow to the king of Jesus. He's the one, amen, that can save you. Another king came into Israel. They elected this man, put him in office at 16 years old. All right. 16 years old. Man, I, was, I had it made at 16. I had a horse, a motorcycle, and a car at the same time. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. We're blessed. <laughs> but this king, he, he was a mighty king of Israel. He really was. He Man, he, he did a lot of great stuff. Uh-huh. He fought many battles. He won many battles. Yes. He made weapons for war. Yes. He, he was a smart man. But then all of a sudden, he began to exalt himself. Yes. He was a little greater than God. Uh-huh. He did things without God. Pride come into his life. God turned him to a leper. Of all the great things he did, the battles he won, he turned him to a leper because of pride. My friend, if you have pride, get rid of it today. If you sit back in a pew and you say, I don't have to go to the altars to make it. And you say, I don't have to have the Holy Ghost to make it. Why did John say he would baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire? Why did he tell that? Why did Peter say on that day of Pentecost, receive the Holy Ghost? Receive it. Why do you think all these other things had to come to play if you don't have to do it? Uh If I don't have to do it. Get rid of pride. Pride cometh before fall. Don't let anything come between you and God when he comes into the house. He said, know you not that your body is a temple 
of the Holy Ghost, the right. temple of God. That means you are his house. And I tell you, when the king comes into your house, when he comes in to dwell and live in your house, there's a lot of things that would change. All of these things that he preached about, he taught about right here in these three little scriptures, this one verse, is in everybody in this world. It's in everybody. It's in you. It's in me. It's in everybody. Let him come into your house and get rid of all this stuff. He's the one that can preach to the poor. He's the one that can give you sight in the blinded eyes. He's the one that can deliver you from anything that you have in your life. He's the one that will set free the captives. Whatever's holding you down, he will break the chains. He will tear down the strongholds in your life. You don't have to live with them long as you know who the king is in your house. He will give you liberty. He will give you anything you need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. It's in your ears now. Maybe you forgot about that scripture. Maybe you forgot about the things that God said he could do for you. Maybe you forgot that you exalt him. Can you imagine what would happen to you? Yes. Had you forgotten so far, what was that message you preached? Don't forget the Lord or something. I forget what it was. Had you forgotten about the glory of God? What king is in your house? What king? Hallelujah. Amen. What king do you want in your house? Yes. If you want King Jesus in your house, kick the rest of them out. Come to these altars. If you want the other kings in your house, he will turn his back and let you have them. That's the truth. That's the truth. What king do you want? Myself. As Joshua said, me and my house shall serve the Lord. I want King Jesus in my house. There's a lot of things that he has delivered me from that other people seem to have a lot of trouble out of. Now, I didn't have any trouble at all with it. Just boom, it was gone. gone. Other things that I have prayed for deliverance on, that other people has had, it just left them like a heartbeat. And I wrestled with it. I struggled. But I tell you what, I began to exalt the Lord on it. Amen. There's one scripture said that they... They let Judah go first. Judas. Judas is praise. That's what, that's what that is, is praise. They let that go first. And delivered. They won the battles. Whatever battle you may be facing today, whatever mountain you're standing in front of you, I tell you where your strength comes from. It's when the king comes into your house. If you let him in, your battles are finished. Amen. 
It's all over. Church. What king is in your house? When King Jesus is in your house, there's a lot of things that will be different. A lot of things will change. Holiness will come into your house. Yes. It'll start inside. Amen. Because that's where God would be. Amen. It's inside Amen. your house. Amen. In your house. It will show on the outside. Amen. I think I've said this in this church before. A few years ago, my son-in-law is my helper. And we were out on a ride away, and we had an inspector from Central Texas. It was He had to look every time be sure I could steal well. But anyway, he looked at him, and he said, John, how kind of pipeline are you? I wasn't in church then. <laughs> I was a pipeliner. <laughs> Anyway, he said, what kind of pipeline are you? You don't cuss, you don't drink, you don't smoke. You're real quiet. I looked at him and said, Chad, that's the kind of pipeline I want married to my daughter. <laughs> Praise God. Your inward feelings will show on your outer appearance. Now, this is not my message, please. That's it. Anyway. Pride is what got Uzziah. Yep. Isaiah said in, in, in chapter 6 and verse 1, the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up. The year you get rid of your pride and you come to Jesus, you will see him high and lifted up. He will not fail. He cannot fail. He will do everything he said he would do. He said, if you come to these altars and you repent and you be baptized in his name and you shall receive the Holy Ghost. He said it. Cliff Hunt didn't even know nothing about it. Jesus Christ did. The king is in the house. The king is in this house today. If you feel like you need to change from pride Amen. to Jesus. All right. You feel like you're tired of bowing to some other king. Yes. To his image. Today's your day. Yes. This is the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. All the gracious and marvelous words that he spoke that day in that synagogue. And the fame went out. Stand with me, church. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. I pray that you don't let something else come into your life. Don't let another king start telling you what you got to do. Amen. All right. But I promise you he's a liar. 
You have to do nothing except what this word right here says do. You don't have to bow to anybody except the author of this book. Amen. Amen. And it's not King James. You don't have to let anybody else persuade you that what you're doing is right if it don't comply to this right here. That's it. I don't care how many other people in your life, in your in this world, would tell you you don't have to do that to go to heaven. If it's not according to this word, it's a lie. Don't let pride stop you as it did King Uzziah. He had it all. He had everything. He was one of the greatest kings until he exalted himself above this word. Cannot tell it all. Don't let King Uzziah live in your heart. Get rid of that pride. Come to the altars of God in repentance. Let him take control of your life. Let him deal with your heart. Let him deal with your mind. Amen. That's right. And he will save your soul. Yes, he will. Hallelujah. Let King Uzziah deal with your heart. Come on. Deal in your mind. And you will go to hell just like he did. Yes, you will. Bow to another image. Bow to Nebuchadnezzar's image. When he throws you in that fire, are you good enough that you're going to stand with God? When you wade in the flames of the fire, is it going to be the fourth person in that furnace? Amen. That's right. When the king is in the house, there's liberty for you. There was liberty for me. When the king's in your house, he will set you free. He said, Who the man, so the son of man set free, yes. free indeed. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to lift their hands to him this morning. Amen. Get proud out of your way. Put your hands in the air. Ask him to come into your house. He said, I stand at the door and knock. Will you let me in? Altars open, church. They're always open. Is that too high? Come and let God deal with you. Don't let another day go by without kneeling to Him, giving Him the praise, giving Him reverence of who He is. He is the King. He wants to be in your house. Come 